you're listening to the show with Sam and Joe. This is episode 121 for November 17th, 2016. This week, we talk about our struggles on the dating scene, people's sexiest man alive, whether or not we're allowed to like ghost in the shell, internet sommeliers, breath of the wild update, and being weird in high school. So stick around for The The Show. One, two, three, clap. Woo! Gorgeous. Like Man, you fucking, really smashed it. Yeah, it's like a fucking atom bomb went off. Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Well, my how God. are you doing, Sam? Hi, everybody. Hi, everyone. Have we survived since last week? Are we all doing oh. okay? We're here. We're queer. I guess we're okay. I'm falling apart. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> uh, okay, so I took it. I never wear my glasses anymore. Like, generally, I take out my contact lenses right before I go to bed. Mm-hmm. And then I just, like, I, I just don't care if I can see or not before I go to bed. Yeah, I but, mean, like, like today, it's a sacrifice for beauty. Exactly. Like, I just don't give a shit. And mm-hmm. also, like, mm-hmm. they make those little, like, indentations in your face, you know? Yeah, and it's, like, it, so annoying. It, it just like squeezes my head a little too much and I just can't deal with it. Yeah. But today my I, my contact messed up because I and I've also been having a headache. So I've been wearing my glasses most of the day mm-hmm. and I think they're giving me a headache too. Oh, my just God. I'm just falling apart, man. I'm t- I think I might be getting a cold, but I'm not sure. We're just we're going to hold off on that. Well, you know, minute. that's what happens when you like actually go out in public and hang out with people like you can contract right? diseases because like oh you're around God. other human beings. I, I wouldn't know. I haven't left the house in 46 this. years. So I can't do this. It's, um, it's too much. It's, it's just too much. Oh, what else? Oh, so I just like, uh, well, when we started recording, I'll put on my glasses to like read, you know, the news, news, all these gorgeous news reports that we have. Mm-hmm, but mm-hmm, uh, I've, mm-hmm. I've got them off for most of the podcast. So my other senses are obviously heightened. Yeah. So you're like so a, like, you're like a mole, like you're blind. I'm like a mole. Like mm-hmm. your, your voice is like 20 times more piercing mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. it normally is. So, you well, know. I mean, I know that you're into torture, so. <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of, Ooh. shall we? Just I, go right into it. Just go right into it. Just go right into it. I don't know if we've discussed this before, but okay. Mm-hmm. So I had to get a new person to rim me. In oh, Chicago. okay. So you you did you return the old one to Amazon because it was defective? They were just like super flaky. Like we would text a little bit, and like then it would just not happen. And I was like, I have to get rimmed. Like, yeah, exactly. Right like like I have, have an appointment, and you are exactly. thirty minutes late. Like I set this shit up like people set up like pedicures and manicures. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. This I I need to schedule my week around this. Yes. So um, I've seen this guy. He's in a relationship, but oh. it's an open relationship. And okay. I've never been in that situation, you mm-hmm. know. And then he was like, "Well, we only do some things when we're together, and we don't do them if we're on if we're solo." And I was like, "Yeah, sure, whatever, whatever." But then it, ha- it all happened anyway. Oh. And I was like, what were your, you know, I thought there were boundaries here. Like, obviously, it, it's an open relationship. Like, he said they communicate and they, you know, tell each other when, you know, they hook up with someone else or something. But I've never been in this position before. And I don't know how much I should care. Mm-hmm. Like, what all he does with me. Yeah. Like, because I thought he had a few more boundaries about what he does mm-hmm. when solo. But, like, I feel like they Didn't were seem crossed. like it. No, yeah, and I didn't care. Like, I don't think that makes me a bad person, but I didn't care. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not my relationship. True. So, I don't know. What would you do? Well, Have you ever been in that <clears throat> position? 
Well, as someone who's hooked up like five times in my entire life and I have like sex <laughs> like once a year, no, but I've been I've been propositioned. Um uh-huh. I've been propositioned for a lot. And I don't know if this is like a, a local like gay scene or if this is like the times that we live in. Um, but I've been propositioned for lots of like threesomes, like like thruple yeah. sort of things. And like, I feel like I'm too jealous. Like, I feel like like I need to sort my own shit out. Like, I need to be able to like be with like one person and be like, oh, like you don't like think I'm disgusting. Like, I need to get over that and like realize that I'm like attractive, like that sort of thing. I talk about it in therapy. But this sort of thing with um open relationship i mean if you only know what he tells you right so like you you have to just well, like take true, yeah you know you you just have to take the benefit of the doubt and be like okay you're saying you're in an open relationship you're saying this is okay like it's not my job to like investigate your fucking life you know like exactly I, you, that's you just, how i feel you it's just have to roll job. with the punches like it is not your job to like second guess everyone's every fucking move or else you ain't gonna get ass henny like that's right. not your job you know, so you just oh, you just got to yeah. you just got to trust him and just like, you know, you have this this, uh, you know, sort of thing. And uh, if it's if it's not kosher with his partner, like that is on him. So, you know, that, I agree. I don't think it has anything feel, to do with you. Yeah, I would agree with that. I also agree that like I if I were on the other end of this and I were one of the people in the relationship, I couldn't do it. Like, no, I, know, I don't think I could either. I don't think I could like, ever be in an open relationship. Totally. Like, I've got friends who it, like, works for great. And, mm-hmm. like, they're happy and it works and whatever. But I don't I'm, think like, I jealous. I am so jealous of those people that can, like, detach themselves sexually from, like, the romantic equation with a partner. Right. In the sense I can where, detach like, it only if I'm not in a relationship. Oh, yeah, but totally if I'm in same. a relationship, like, then it starts meaning more to me. Yeah, totally. And I feel like that's a very natural, like, reaction. Like, obviously, a lot of people are in monogamous relationships and have been in a long time. But a lot of other people aren't. And it's, like, they're wired differently. And, like, I, I wish I, that I could, you know, that I could, like, fuck other people when I'm, like, going to bed with someone that I really like. At the end of the day, like it's I don't know, it's this sort of thing where I w- I'm not on their level. Like, I feel like I'm not on their fucking level. But I guess a lot of other people agree with me in the sense where I feel like a lot of other people don't think they could be in that open relationship situation. But I mean, like, girl, like that's not on you. Like you like you are just there for I your agree. rimming appointment, honey. Exactly. And whatever else happens, happens, you know. I agree. I agree. And it was good. So Well, know. good. I mean, if it was good, then it's good. Keep it up as long as I can. It's like, whatever. <laughs> it's so fucking hard to get a good rimmer sometimes. Like, just, just, you would think there'd be p- just people lined up to eat your ass in a city like this. You know? But it's really uh, quite but, difficult. Well, I mean, you know, you've I mean, only- there are, but then you look at the people and you're like, I don't want... I mean, if you want to blindfold me, maybe <laughs> if you want to, like, I don't want my ass to, to see that beforehand. face. <laughs> my ass has standards. <laughs> I guess. They look like they look they're going to, like, murder you or something. Mm-hmm. Some guy was um, one of his, his grinder. Oh, what's it called? Like bio or whatever was like telling how he got like mugged by he got catfished and mugged on Grinder <laughs> to like not trust this one guy. And I was like, honey, oh, girl, must be gullible as shit. Jesus. Like, I don't know. He he looked like he was like super gullible. I don't know. Well, OK, whatever. since you're back in the dating scene, right? Like in the sense sure. where I'm trying quote, dating scene and quote. Right. I have I'm on the dating sites and I got Tinder mm-hmm. again. Cause like now that I, I got I got the hookup, all I need is life as one person to hook up with. Yeah, exactly. And now you need a and man that can pay for like every skincare product that you need. Exactly. Now I'm I'm sort of I don't I still don't really even know if I want a relationship, but 
but you aren't know. against it. Like, obviously, you're on dating no. apps. Like, you're curious. And that's totally... Yeah, totally I'd like to go on some fine. dates. But yeah. even then, people seem flaky as fuck. It's like, just ask me out on a date. Mm-hmm. Like, just do it. Like, everyone is too busy. Right. And you're just like... Everyone's doing the, shit. Everyone like, has their life going. Right. Like, stop it. Like, I'm important. And I, I feel like especially when, like, I'm looking for people my age. Mm-hmm. Like they're already they already have lives too. Like we all do our thing. Yeah. And I don't think anyone is really willing to like change it for anyone yeah. else. So I, feel I don't that. even know what the I'm like, why the fuck are all of you people on this app anyway? Just mm-hmm. like fuck off. Well, I mean, I'm curious because it's um I I'm a, I'm uh the type of person where when I'm on like dating apps like Grindr or whatever, like I meet up with a person for like a date. Because I don't mm-hmm. I don't hook up very like frequently, but just because of my personality and like I've like whatever. But I, I go on dates with people, obviously, and I meet these people off of, you know, like Scruff or Tinder or Grinder. Like I've gone on dates with people on all of them. But I feel like that it takes a lot of talking and a lot of like discussion. And I really have to like the person in order to even go on that first date with them. Um, so I'm curious with you, like how do you know what the, the percentage of people that you talk to on those apps versus the percentage of people that you actually end up going on a first date with? Is it as low as it is with me? Because I feel like there is a lot of boxes that you have to tick for me in order for like like an actual coffee date to happen. Like it doesn't even have to be sexual, but just like for me to like go out in public with you, like I have like a I have a high threshold for that. Like I just well, do, right, don't go on like, a coffee date for anyone because I don't want to get mugged I, or like, you know. Well, Stabbed. and also, like, I feel like our spare time, like, is really important to us. And I don't right? want to fucking waste it on someone who I don't even give a shit about. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, I I totally understand that. It does seem like people, like, I haven't even gotten a date out of it yet. And I've been talking to this one guy on Tinder, like, non-sexually. Like, you know, we've just been building a friendship, I guess. Yeah. For, like, four or five days. Like, possibly ever since I got here. I don't even remember when we started talking. Mm-hmm. But it's like... It's like, I don't know, just like I would rather take this to a date at this point because we've talked a lot. We know a lot. We know a bit about each other. And now I would like to meet you in person so we can get to know each other a little bit more. Yeah. But it's like, it's like, I don't know. It's like fucking like I was he was telling me about this ice cream shop that he like used to work at when he first moved to the city. And I was like, oh, well, maybe we can go sometime. He was like, yeah, my week's really hectic. Maybe like next week or like something. And I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. sure, sure. Yeah. Um, and, that, and then some guys, it just seems like they just don't, they respond with like one word things. Right. And, and I'm just you like, have to uh, carry the conversation. And like, they'll answer your questions, but they'll never ans- ask questions back. And you're like, well, this can't go anywhere unless right. you also take an interest. It's over. Exactly. Before it even began. Like, exactly. Uh, I'm, ex- I'm kind of experiencing that same thing. I have this like cute firefighter guy that i've been talking to for like a while and i mean granted i've been switching medications for my fucking like depression and anxiety which i'm very open with we talked about it last week i actually have an appointment tomorrow um but the the most recent you know case of meds that i'm on completely depleted my sex drive for like three or four weeks and when it completely when it depletes my sex drive like i don't even want to talk to boys i am like not in the mood like i have other shit to do um but then, like, it kind of, you know, fixed itself and everything kind of readjusted in the sense where, like, oh, like, I like talking to guys. And so I, 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 I've been talking to this firefighter cute boy. We've gone on a couple dates. But um, it's always me initiating the date and me initiating the conversation and me asking him out. And, of course, I'm paranoid in my head 
And I'm like, oh, my God, like, you know, is he going on these dates with me because he, like, feels sorry for me? And he, like, you know, <laughs> like, like that, no. that's where my brain goes. But the, the thing is, like, he never initiates. And it's just like it's kind of. It's annoying. Exhausting. It's exhausting it and annoying exhausting. because I'm well, in because in the back of my head, you know, since I'm fucking neurotic, I'm like, are you even into me or are you just playing along? Like, what is this? Well, I think anyone would think that, you know, I right? mean, that's a like, it's like, um, I don't, I like it from my point of view, like, like I, I know when that shit happens to me, I think the same thing as you, but then like when it happens to someone else, um, you can like. I don't know, process it a little better. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, like he's meeting up with you. He's clearly into you in some aspect. Mm -hmm. So like that makes me think he's just not like a go getter or he's just, I don't know, maybe your relationship's not in the forefront of his mind. Yeah. I don't know. And then you're like, I don't know. I always like being on the same page as people, but then it's like when you try to get on the same page as them, sometimes it like freaks them out. Right. You're just like, I'm just trying to like fucking figure this out. Right. Right. Exactly. Like stop being so fucking cryptic. I'm 28. Like I can't, I can't play these fucking games my entire fucking life. Like (laughs) my uterus is going to fucking dry up here. Right. Exactly. Like you only have so many (laughs) eggs, bitch. Like come on. Like I am drying up, honey. <laughs> but I don't know. I've, I I I don't. Sometimes I talk about it's like exhausting. dates and stuff, but yeah. I I don't know. I, I it's one of those things where I I like you said he is obviously you know going on dates with me. Like we went out for coffee and like whatever. And I, I talk about like hey like we should get dinner and a movie sometime. And he's like that sounds wonderful. And he's like sending me smiley faces. Mm-hmm. And then like he never like like he he doesn't ever bring it up. Like he doesn't seem very. Um, enthusiastic about the aspect. It's always like me bringing it up and me kind of coaxing him into it, than him being happy about it. It just, it just kind of like it's very like the percentages of, um, of the happenings. I feel like I'm given eighty and he's given twenty in that sort of in this sort of situation. And when I asked him about it, he's just like, I'm just playing it by ear. Like I just kind of want to go slow. And I was like, okay, like, but you could, you know, at least tell me I'm pretty once in a while. Like Jesus, so. I don't Maybe know. He man. doesn't think you're pretty. <gasps> <laughs> what? <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Oh my god. You don't need that. Well, no, I would I say that to like people like you don't need that affirmation, but like you don't need the I validation. Need that affirmation too. So. Yeah, no. We I it's wish nice I didn't to need hear. that. Uh, yeah. Tell me I'm pretty. This one guy just keeps asking for pics of my underwear and I'm like I literally don't even know what underwear I'm wearing today. Like, he texted me and he was like, what color underwear are you wearing? And I was like, I think it's blue. They're like, I think? And he was like, he was like send me a pic. So I, sh- I pulled down my pants and I was like, this is not blue. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, glad you asked because now I know that I was wrong. <laughs> Do you ever, when I was in high school, so I, I just didn't care much. Like, I, I feel like when you're in high school, you're always tired. Oh, and God. always stressed and whatever. Mm-hmm. And so I would play this game with myself in class because I don't, you know, nobody wanted to talk to me anyway. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Too real. I would be looking at the blackboard and I would try to guess what shirt I was wearing. <laughs> and what the I fuck? Could not, I could not remember what shirt I was wearing for that day. I'd be like, I literally have no idea. And I'd have to look down. Wow, you really oh didn't God. have any friends, did you? No, it was fucking stupid. It was fucking <laughs> shit. I'll tell you something that I did in high school. Um, and this was kind of involuntary and I probably have something wrong with me. But on the notes of just like being super fucking bored in class, when the lights are off or like when we were watching like some sort of documentary film or like some sort of presentation or something and everyone's relaxed. And especially if it was like one of the early classes um, and I was super, super tired because I didn't get any like sleep before. 
I would be like staring off into the distance and one of my eyes would cross and I wouldn't I wouldn't notice it for like minutes. And then I'd be like, oh, shit. Like I was half falling asleep, but like my eyes were open and I, I have control of both of my eyes. Like I can cross one eye, but I didn't realize this until high school that like if I'm really sleep deprived or really tired, like one of them will just like shoot over to like my nose and the other one is still staring forward. Oh my God. So I would be like, oh, I hope no one saw me. And I'm sure some people like looked behind me and I was like half awake with one eye fucking crossed. Like, you know, Sam... People probably thought I got hit by a bus when I was in high school. So I mean, who can never be sure? And look at me now. Probably still get got hit by a bus. Who knows? I man. used to um I remember this very vividly. In AP calculus, I would do it because fucking calculus. Ugh. I don't even give a shit. I didn't even take calculus. Um, <laughs> I would I sat in the back of the class and I would just stare at the clock above the blackboard and I would see how long I could hold my breath. Oh my god! And like, and like I could, I got pretty damn good. Like, mm-hmm. and I would do these breathing exercises in the back of the classroom to like expand my lung capacity. I mean, you got to do something proactive <laughs> in fucking AP Calc. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Well, I remember one time the teacher was like, "Are you fucking okay?" It's <laughs> <laughs> like I you don't like... notice it because you just get in your own little world and you just like completely block every other thing out. I'm sure she like hadn't seen me breathing for like two minutes. And she's like, you okay, honey? (laughs) Yeah, you're turning purple in the back. You're like, you're, you know, kind of convulsing a little bit. And you don't know. You don't notice. You're just living your fucking life. Get off my back, teacher. Jesus. Speaking of white people. Speaking of white. Speaking as a white person. Speaking as a white person. uh, Let's talk about non-white people. All right. Oh, Okay. Uh, here's a story. J- Dwayne The Rock Johnson is people's first non-white sexiest man alive in 20 years. Oh, Since my God. 1996 when it was Denzel Washington. Uh, wait, what does it say here? Um, he's a ha- wait. I didn't even know this. He's half Samoan, half black. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one in since 20 years ago. He's half Girl Scout cookie. Oh, my God. I love Samoans. <laughs> It's my favorite Girl Scout cookie. <laughs> what is Samoa? Oh, is that an island? Yeah, like uh, American Samoa. Probably something we fucking took over and destroyed all their probably, probably all their culture people. and everything. Sure. You know, just something white people do. Hashtag white people problems. You know, so, it's like People Magazine recognized that like people who aren't fucking white are uh, attractive. I mean, it took them twenty fucking years since the last one, but like, I mean, good on you, People Magazine. You pick one dark skinned person. Claps Who for would you. you pick? I mean, like, uh, I mean, the 20 years ago, Denzel Washington was fucking hot. Was uh, he? I think he's, I mean, I'd still do him. I, I mean, care. I know, but like uh, you would stick a, an entire cactus or Subway sandwich up your ass. Like, sure, honestly, sure, sure. Um, I think Dwayne The Rock Johnson is really cute, too. And he's like super intelligent. And, like, I always there would always be these videos online of him, like hanging out with his kids and like reading them bedtime stories. And like nothing is sexier to me than like a dad who doesn't like be other people. Like, like my, like my standards are low. Like you don't hit other human beings. (laughs) Like you are a plus Henny. Like, yeah, I think that's a, that's a good standard to have though, at least. Yeah. Like, Oh, like you aren't violent. Great. I think he's hot. I don't know if he's the sexiest man alive, mm-hmm. but I don't know who would be. Well, I don't know who I find sexy lately because Evan ever Peters since, or whatever. Evan Peters for sure. But then I would feel bad about picking a white person now. Right. But like lately, like with Zac Efron, so gross 
Like I can't. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to do. So gross. Yeah, he's you know, gross right now. Talk about your midlife gross. crisis, Henny. It's the Zac Efron situation. Zac Efron, twenty sixteen. Yeah, look at the. Okay, some pics are good. Mm-hmm. Well, he's in the suit. He looks really good. Well, but he's still in some pictures. He still has that Baywatch hair ugh. that he he put like I don't know if they like bleached it or put like sun in in it for Baywatch. Oh, mm. it's so bad. It's so bad. And it's something you know. I I don't know if this is probably just me because like I'm a fat bastard who just like eats pizza all the time. Um, but I nothing is is the like the least sexiest thing to me is someone who I just immediately get this aura of you care way too much about your appearance in the sense of like guys who like muscle build all the time, like always like caring about what they're eating. And I'm just like, let's fucking like eat a pizza, bitch, like enjoy life for like half a second. Jesus yeah, like Christ. everyone's like number one hobby on like fucking OkCupid and Tinder is like working out or like going to the gym. And I'm like, can you stop it? It's like my like number one hobby is napping. Seconds. Like, come on. I know. Like, eat some fucking Pop-Tarts. They're so good. Right? Like, live They're a little. So Jesus Christ. Mm. I feel like that we I feel like that we experience that a little more because it's kind of um it's it's we're hyper aware because it's kind of hyper sexualized in the gay community especially right it's, it's, you have to be like fit and you have to be like i don't know really you, like go to the gym all the time like that's where you're supposed to meet guys like, exactly and it's, it's just like, like i don't go to those i don't go to the gym yeah just like and i just to every little you know queer mo any every little gay bo watching this or listening to this right now like there are people out there who like are into you and like aren't fucking like muscle builder wannabes like i don't know i mean i still want them to fuck me well i know but like you are you have an insatiable appetite for dick so but like yeah but like yeah (laughs) yes but like like, yeah yeah. like this picture is so bad oh and he's like really tan i feel like he's gonna turn into leather right that's the thing is like he's looking more and more like a leather couch every time i see him yeah yeah i don't i'm not i'm not digging like you're looking for a man not the fucking like ottoman like come on i feel like i could use evan peter's like stomach as like a pillow Ooh, that'd be cute yeah like i i mean you know he seems like a little more doughy than a lot of other actors and i like it right he's like normal like god like give me a fucking are you body shaming everyone else are you Telling I'm, us I'm that bo- there is a normal body type that everyone <laughs> should have. Yes, I am. Bi- I am muscle shaming. That's what I'm doing. I am muscle fucking shaming right now. And it's half because I'm jealous and half because I want to beat the status quo. So fuck you. Well, um, anyway, congratulations, anyway. Dwayne the Rock Johnson yeah, on con- winning People magazines. Ooh. Super credible, sexiest man alive. Whatever. I, I I can't really think. Well, that's the thing. Is like I don't really have like giant celebrity crushes or whatever. Like I don't have like a fucking list of guys that I was like, oh my god, like my dream boy and my like Polly Pocket diary that I started writing when I was seven. It's just like I don't really care. I don't pay attention to celebrities that much. So maybe it's you're just, just a like, me so thing. above it. Wow. You're I'm just like, like I'm just so like quirky and like I'm so above everything. Like all it's I like do you... is like. It's like you swim against the river. It's oh like you're a salmon. Like I, yeah, like salmon, like a salmon. Sam and like a salmon. Like a salmon. <laughs> what is the line from uh, publicity? Publicity, I don't remember, but it's something to do with salmon. <laughs> and then she calls her a whale or something. 
Ugh, I need to rewatch publicity I know, so bad. So fucking good. Um, I, I could watch clips of that on YouTube for like the rest of my entire fucking life. Oh my god, same. I wish they would make that its own show. Right. But um, I do have another white people article. Oh my god, I'm ready. All right, the Washington Post. We live in crazy times. Neo-Nazis have declared New Balance the official shoes of white people. Oh. Have you read about this? No. Get your, get your New Balance out, <laughs> whiteies. <laughs> Actually, don't. Oh, my God. Um, okay, so, excuse me. Uh, New Balance's vice president told the Wall Street Journal, the Obama administration turned a deaf ear to us, and frankly, the president-elect Trump, with president-elect Trump, we feel things are going to move in the right direction. So that's a, allegedly what New Balance's vice president of, of public affairs told the Wall Street Journal. Okay, so, so they're obviously a Trump-supporting organization. Well, everyone, you know, freaked out about this. They they were writing on Twitter that they're never buying New Balance again. Apparently, New Balance is the only tennis, like one of the only tennis shoes that like still produces mainly in the United States, mm. too, I guess. Um, but Trump opponents like jumped onto Twitter. They showed pictures of them like, like video burning, their, burning their new balance shoes, flushing them down the toilet, which I'm pretty sure would cause other problems, but they mm-hmm. did it anyway. So New Balance released a statement. They said, we love everybody. Ugh. But then a neo-Nazi blogger says, I'm casual. a Nike guy. It's so casual. He has declared New Balance the official shoes of white people. He says, I'm a Nike guy, or rather I was. It's time to get on board with New Balance now. Their brave act has just made them the official brand of the Trump revolution. And then, of course, New Balance was like, oh, fucking shit. And they had to release another statement <laughs> that was we like, not we Nazis. love everyone of all sexual orientations, races, genders, cultures. We don't tolerate bigotry or hate. So, um Whatever. My God. Um, and then there was something about, let's see, New Balance's Twitter account was like someone claimed it was hacked by someone to denounce their Republican agenda or. Everything is I conspiracy, you guys. Everything's a fucking conspiracy. It was fucked up. It's so weird to me. I guess, you know, this story's like stupid as fuck in general. Oh, yeah. But um, like it also is interesting to see. Like, you never really know what all is going to be connected. Like, fucking Trump is going to be president, and now it's, like, fucking, you wake up and, like, New Balance is mm-hmm. for Trump supporters. And it's like, this is fucking crazy. Right. Like, I don't know. It's like the CEO of New Balance is now, like, the department, the head of the right. Department of Energy or something. And he, like, I wouldn't had doubt to, it. Like, I'm sure he did not wake up and think, oh, we're going to have to deal with a political issue today. Right. Like, and all these other companies are that are going to get roped into shit. It's so weird. It's I don't so know. Weird. I don't know if this is just because that I um like really like torturing myself and looking at like Reddit slash R like slash politics and all of these like stupid things, getting myself riled up every goddamn day, probably, sure. you know, destroying my life expectancy from all the stress that I induce on in myself. But like, it's so interesting throughout the, the entire like election process through Trump or whatever, all of these like white nationalists, alt right fucking neo-nazis have been slithering out of the woodwork and it just makes me like like i I, like i don't think i've hated being a white person more than like right now i'm just like i like i am so sorry like i am so fucking sorry that like i am even associated with these people like it's just like god damn it sucks yeah white people is are generally awful yeah as a white person like we fucking suck and like i wish i could apologize for all of us but uh unfortunately i can't yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, 
mean, we are, there are a lot of horrible white people, but there are a lot of okay white people. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, of course, the horrible white, white people, people are like, you know, the loudest, it seems, nowadays. Right, right. It's just, it's weird how many, like, I don't know. It's like this whole thing has empowered like the really bad white people. Yeah, like I've never been more ashamed as a white person than like during this time right now. Yeah. yeah. But whatever, at least I'm gay. Like whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anyways, so I actually have a couple little things to talk about if you if we're done talking about horrible white people. Sure. I mean, sure. we are talking about dumb, horrible white people in general, because, of course, white people are going to do stupid shit all the fucking time. But like for right now, that's what I'm talking about. Sure. Go on. Continue. Um, so there's a band that we mutually listen to. I don't think I don't know the last time you've listened to them, but I've kind of listened to them off and on. Kind of depends on the season, depends on like the moon phase and like how I'm feeling and like the weather oh and like God. the sun, okay, and, like just whatever. Spit it out. Who's the band? Dragonettes. <laughs> Oh, I love Dragonette. So Dragonette, but I like their old stuff. Yeah, you are. I, from what I remember, you loved like the first couple albums that they came out with and whatever. Yeah. I've, I've, I've been semi following them. I haven't been as into Dragonette now as I was when I like first discovered them like five or so years ago. Um, but they came out with a new album called Royal Blues um, that I was following kind of haphazardly on the interwebs. It came out, I think, last. No, I think it came out a while ago. Maybe a couple weeks ago, um, and it's a it's a thirteen track album called Royal Blues. It's I feel like the every Dragonette album um, has its own signature sound. Like it sounds like Dragonette, but they always do something. They switch something up. So I I feel like that they can they appeal to different audiences with different albums. Um, like you like you said, you really enjoyed the first couple albums, and that has a very like distinctive vibe. And then like the next album after that had a different vibe, and the next album after that had a very different vibe. Um, but their most recent album is like obviously more down that electronic route. But the um, the main vocalist Martina Sor- Sorbara or whatever her name is Martina Navrashilova is it, who, who? No, she's a tennis player. Oh. <laughs> I was no, like, I knew her. Mm. All I know is Martina. I don't even bother with her last name. Well, she's pretty as fuck, and like I love her. But her and her um, husband—they've been together for like a long time, and he's part of the band too. He's like a producer, or whatever. Yeah. Um, they like broke up a while ago. Like, had, oh, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, they like split up after all this time, and so this um, like they never thought they were gonna make like a fourth album. And then they like they made Royal Blues, which is this newest album. And it's kind of has this undertone of of their marital struggles as kind of the, a lyrical theme. So it, it's like the um, it's more somber lyrically, but but more upbeat uh, productionally kind of stuff that we've done in the past. Like, I don't know, maybe they listen to like everything we've ever made. Sure. Um, but I've only listened to it once, like the whole album and it, it sounds pretty good. I don't know if it's like my favorite album from them, but it's definitely not bad. Um, but interesting. I, I just wanted to let you know, cause I don't know how in touch with Dragonette you have been over the past, you know, couple I mean, of years. I still replay their like first and second albums on repeat, right? but I haven't. And I like uh, Martina's done some collabs with some other people. Yeah. I, like, she has she a did that distinctive voice song. Yeah. She gets used a lot for like, um, like sort of electronic music. Yeah. Like DJs and like. stuff. They like, they have to yeah. use her voice. Um, so what, what do you, what is like the vibe of the instruments? Like, is it more electronic, more like band oriented? No, it's, it's definitely more electronic. It's, it's darker. 
Um, and the lyrics are a little bit more somber. So it's, I don't think it's very, it's not nearly as like upbeat and uplifting as a whole, um, compared to like their first or second album. Cause like that was it, their, their first and second album kind of had like a very like, a, they were a, like sassy. Yeah. A sassy like, and kind of like, like a, a, a twinge of like grunge aspects. Like it was very different. Like their first and second albums are very different compared to this fourth album. Right. Um, and so, I mean, I, I I think I have to listen to it more, but I just kind of my initial reactions were like, this is this is very interesting I because I, I feel like I could I could definitely feel the I could feel the marital struggles, man. Oh, my God. How throughout deep. This album. But apparently they're like they're super like cordial and whatever. They're just their marriage didn't work out. And so they they still want to be band partners. So like, good luck, bitch. Like, I don't know how that's going to work, but like that's GL, a cool cover. Right. So it's called yeah. Royal Blues by Dragonette. If you're into like Dragonette or electronic or like sassy, I can't really, I don't really know how to describe them as a band because they've kind of, they've been, they've jumped all over the place in terms I'd of say genres. Like indie electronic as yeah. a whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. I'll definitely check that out because I would, I miss her voice. Right. Like, it's, I it's just, so, it's so her. Like, I don't think there's yeah. anyone else that sounds like her, which is refreshing. Hmm, but. I'll check that out. But yeah, so I've been listening to that. And then did you hear about um, the Breath of the Wild news that came out like just a couple days no, ago? I haven't. So Breath of the Wild obviously is coming out. It's the new Zelda game, blah, blah, blah. It's like open world, crazy, E3, blah, blah, blah. Um, sure. So it's, it's coming out for the Nintendo Switch and it's coming out for the Wii U. But um, Emily Rogers, who's a kind of Nintendo tipster, I'm getting this information from Eurogamer. And so a lot of other people have kind of like accepted this as truth. Um, tweeted a couple tweets a few days ago stating that the localization team for Breath of the Wild is like pretty behind and they didn't realize how much <gasps> shit that they had to do for this and so like the localization is done now but they apparently assumed that it was going to be done months ago and that still has to go through to like four to six months of testing internally to make sure like that the gameplay is fine and like they have to do bug fixes and whatever so it was rumored it was never announced by nintendo that this was going to be a march launch title with a nintendo switch people just kind of assumed because there was a breath of the wild amiibo that like the release date got like leaked from some website and it was for march and so people were just assuming gameplay like yeah. they've shown it right so people were assuming the breath of the wild was going to be a um launch title for when because the N nintendo switch is coming out in march um, right. like that is confirmed but no nintendo never said that the breath of the wild was going to come out in march um so breath of the wild their the tentative launch title has always been quote 2017 so people are assuming that it might be a summer game now um it's so funny because this game like it was going to come out in 2015 and then it was going to come out in 2016 and then people I thought it was going to come like, out in march so fucking much like i don't know i feel like when a game is delayed that much, like if it's any type of not good, it's going to get like totally shit on. Right. Because people will be like, you've pushed this back over and over again. This better be a really fucking good game. Mm -hmm. Kind of like um, No Man's Sky. Right. I mean, oh, my God. You know, Talk about a disaster. Was, right. Fucking horrible game in general. Mm -hmm. But did like, you ever I think, end up buying that game? No, I think I. No, I did never. I never bought it. I only watched Let's Plays of it. Okay. I watched some Let's Plays of it. Sounds like and, a wise um, decision. It, yeah. Oh, my God. I'm, $60. Yeah, like, $60 I for an unplayable so game. I would so mad if that's what I would have gotten. Mm -hmm. But 
I mean, like, you know, it was a bad game, but I feel like people were even extra harder on it because it had been delayed so many times and yeah. hyped up. So I feel like if Breath of the Wild isn't doesn't like live up in to any sort of way, like it's going to get fucking ripped apart. But then again, there are so many Zelda like fanboys and right. girls that like, you know, I don't I don't foresee it's being able to, you know, be like completely shit on like No right. Man's Sky was. No, I, I don't think so. Because I feel like this is this. Is, it's like a because like Zelda's uh, like a first like it's an it's an it's a Nintendo it's like established, IP. Yeah. You know, it's established. And, you know, obviously, if they've like reworked it and continued working on it for years and years and years, it's obviously like this. It's no small feat. Because it's this huge open world game and like the everything like the sandbox system is completely new and like the engine is completely new and it's all made in house. So, I mean, I'm not worried about it. I don't uh, I honestly I'm the type of person where I, you know, the Nintendo Switch is going to come out in March and I'm going to fucking I'm going to I'm going to stick it on my ass immediately. I'm going to like pre-order it. I'm going to have it like I'm into it. I am full steam fucking ahead for it. Um, but with Zelda, like I, I'd much rather not have it rushed i'd much rather them take as much goddamn time as they want on it which means that they've you know it's been like three fucking years since they originally were going to release it and i'm fine mm -hmm. with that i can be patient with this shit um but yeah i don't know people were are just kind of like speculating like oh my god like they're pushing it back even more and even more and people are getting worried but i'm not worried whatever it's nintendo sure, like if they sure. they they would polish but a then turd again, it's in... nintendo that's true they yeah, released the fucking wii u <laughs> They Who? thought the Wii U was a good idea, Sam. I know. But, like, you know, maybe the Nintendo Switch is going to, like, bring them back from the dead. Who knows? I mean, that's what I, I'm also hoping that as well. But mm -hmm. who knows? We, we Like, you know, we just have to wait and see. We just have to wait and see. So I think I might actually play this one because I really do want a Nintendo Switch. Right. Like, just from the initial, you know, like, teaser fucking thing. I did hear that it was going to be touchscreen, though. Like, when it came out, we talked about it, and, and they didn't show any touchscreen in the, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I assumed it wasn't touchscreen, but I, I heard somewhere it was going to be. I hope it's not. Well, the, the thing is, is, like, the Nintendo Switch, like, when it's docked in place, like, you can't use the screen. Right, like, exactly. Like, the screen is covered. So it has so, to be an optional thing. So I, I feel like that the touchscreen is, is going to be very secondary, probably for, like, the, like, navigating around the user interface when it's portable, like, that sort of thing. I feel like it's not going to be, like, the like a, a main part of it at all. Otherwise, you know, otherwise it would, it would be a nightmare for developers trying to, like, initiate two different types of user interfaces one for when you're playing with a regular controller on the couch and the other when you're supposed to be touching the screen on an airplane when it's portable like i don't feel like i feel like that it would be a, i feel like it's going to be a very minor aspect to the device i hope so because like i feel like touch screen like i don't want it like give me a fucking r like og console with power and a fucking controller that's comfortable like i don't want to move i want to like sink into the couch i want to melt into that fucking couch i don't want to move a goddamn inch bitch so sure sure you feel Jan. very strongly I'm about so it. i'm so like emotional about that. <laughs> you feel like <laughs> you <laughs> never mind <laughs> what say, like you, you take the issues to like level nine i mean no, <laughs> over nine thousand, you could say <laughs> that's good you've got so much passion you're such a youthful you know i maybe mean you don't you know. know how horrible things are yet i know i'm, just, I'm way too optimistic <laughs> <No>. you know <laughs> 
Don't worry. In four years, we'll all be dead anyway. So. And oh god, I hope so. Oh my god, you mean because of Trump? Oh I yeah, 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 it. yeah. I just got it. Yeah. See, see, we poked a little political thing in there because we're all gonna fucking die. But you just to... you gotta accept death. You know, you just gotta. I've accept accepted it. it. I literally accepted it like three years ago. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as soon as you accept that and nothing just, else matters, you're like, oh, life's a I'm lot better. I'm living on now. fucking borrowed time in the first place. I'm mm-hmm. good to go. Um, it's. Int- I am glad you you uh, are keeping us updated with Breath of the Wild because I I wouldn't keep up with it otherwise. Honestly, I mean, you have too much like, K-pop drama to deal with. Like, I'm gonna I deal with the tech news. There is some, yeah, there's been K-pop shit. They're starting to, like, link celebrities with the whole, like, you know, president scandal that's going on. Ooh. Where she's been, like, controlled by a shaman or whatever. Oh, yeah, the South Korean president? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I saw, like, one news article about her, and, like, I still don't understand it, but I I think, like, I don't know. I don't don't know what to think of it. I don't know, Basically, a shaman has been, like, telling the South Korean president, like, what to do. So basically she was taking... Her speeches and stuff and, like... It, okay. I don't know. So it's and like there's been like money involved and all this shit. And I think it was officially. I know it was hundreds of thousands. I think it hit a million people. Jesus. Were like protesting in the streets. Wow. Like in the past week or so or something. I think it got up to a million. But well, I sure. weren't a lot of people upset because like this shaman or friend of hers that she was like telling all this political stuff to didn't have security clearance or whatever. Well, I have no idea. Like, I honestly don't even know that much about it. I tried to read a blog post about it, but it was like literally the longest post I've ever seen in my life. And it wasn't about America. And so I was over it. Yeah. You know, Hashtag, you know the feeling? Yeah. 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 When it's not about us, it doesn't matter. Right. Right. I was like, what the fuck ever? Who like, is this? Someone like, give me a TLDR. Right. It took hey. me a while to get So the TLDR is that the hands of the um, South Korean government has been like, it's just been in an eight ball. Someone's been shaking an eight ball. And that's basically what has been deciding everything going on in South Korea. I don't know how their like government works though. Like, I don't know. Like, uh, I think it's some sort of parliamentary democracy or something. Well, I think the president's elected for five years there, Mm -hmm. but I'm not totally sure. So I don't know how much into the term she is or what can be done or i have no idea yeah we're not experts on south korean politics surprisingly i know it's a surprise um have you heard about okay so you know the ghost in the shell movie oh yeah with uh, scarlett Scarlett johansson Johansson. Mm -hmm. uh did you see the trailer that was released i did i saw the trailer i don't know anything about the anime i don't know and like the anime isn't even called ghost in the shell what's it called it's called something else the ghost in the shell is it not called the ghost in the shell i thought it was yes hold on no it's called ghost in the shell oh really Oh, and in Japan, it's called Mobile Armored Riot Police. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. But the English was always called Ghost in the Shell. Oh, okay. Okay. Obviously, I don't know Um, anything about it. No, I don't know anything about it either, aside from the premise. I know there was an animated movie, an anime movie for Mm -hmm. it a while ago. And it was interesting. Someone, excuse me. They did an article comparing the old movie to the new movie, like some scenes of it. Okay. And that was really cool. But, um... What I found interesting because, okay, I don't, I enjoy the trailer, but I didn't know if I was allowed to enjoy it. Because That's my thought about it. It's yeah, like, it, like I love it the looks premise. Cool. 
But okay, so I was like, okay, let's read more into the controversy of like, because you know, obviously the controversy is whitewashing. Yes. People are saying they shouldn't have picked a white actor for the main person, Scarlett Johansson. Yes. But I was reading this stuff and it said um, in Japan, so this is coming from Wikipedia, obviously. It's got sources, but I didn't go to them, so whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Japan, fans of the manga were surprised that the casting caused controversy. So in Japan, they were su- they were surprised that we were in an uproar about it. Yeah. Um, it said many already assuming that the Hollywood production would choose a white actress since they consider that, uh, let's see, it says, they consider that not too much attention should be paid to the physical appearance of the main protagonist uh, because the dominant themes in Ghost in the Shell are the nature of self-identity and how it becomes affected with the use of different cyborg bodies and that hosts human cyber brains. Mm-hmm. So in Japan, people were like, we don't, you know, we didn't understand, they didn't understand the controversy. Yeah. So it makes me think like, what is, what is the right thing? What, what, what are we allowed to think? What are we allowed to think? Because, right. okay, if we're being honest, we probably know that they picked a white actor because it would make more money in, you know, the, the places they wanted it to make money. Yes. It would, um, it would appeal more to a Western audience that that's what right, they would think. Right, right, right. Which, which is, is shitty. Bad. But I, I guess it is a tricky thing with a, a plot like this. And I, it makes me think, like, who were the people who had the problem with it? Right. Like, I want to know who... Because there, there have been other controversies in other situations where we come to find out it's been the white people all along who had the problem with it. Right. And, like, there were people whose the races were affected and they were like, we don't, you know, this isn't... I don't care about this. Mm-hmm. This is this is not a thing. So I don't know if I'm allowed to like the trailer. I liked it, yeah. but like I don't know if I'm allowed to want to see the movie. Right, that's the thing and it's it's like shitty, you know, it it maybe I should watch the anime. Like but but the thing is is like if if the people I'm curious with the original um like anime director and and producer and team thinks about it compared to like the Japanese audience that, you know, do, 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 do they have any comments on it? Um, let me see. Um, I don't know if the, I don't even know who the artist is. It says someone from the, uh, let's see, Sanders. Who is Sanders? He's head of something. I don't know, but it it got, um, approval from like several people. Let's see. Paramount released a featurette of Mamoru Oshii, director of the original films, visiting the studio in which he says that Johansson exceeded his expectations for the role. So mm-hmm. It seems like the director of the original anime film, you know, has put a stamp of approval on it. He says, um, Paul addressed the controversy referring to the setting of the film as an international world, stating there are all sorts of people and nationalities in the world of Ghost in the Shell. We're utilizing for people from all over the world. There's Japanese in it. There's Chinese in it. There's English in it. There's Americans in it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I don't know. I, I think that like the internally... It's director of the, let's see, director of international business division at Kodansha's Tokyo headquarters. Kodansha's a manga publishing company. Mm-hmm. Um, says, I think she was well cast. She's got the right feel. We never imagined it would be a Japanese actress in the first place. Interesting. So interesting. This is a chance for a Japanese property to be seen around the world. Okay. I don't know what to think anymore because yeah, those that's were both Japanese people. Yeah. Oh, God damn it. I guess like internally as a white person... Um, I feel like that this that Ghost in the Shell, this this Western remake of the anime, um, I feel like that it would have been a really good platform to 
have a um a, a, a non-American lead. I guess right. that's the only I problem agree. that I have. It's like I feel like that it, it would have been a really good opportunity to have someone that wasn't fucking white, you know, and try to make it, you know, a mainstream, you know. I totally agree. One hundred percent with that. But, but now f- that it's done. Yeah. Now that it's done, it's like, you am know, I still allowed to want to see the movie? Like, right. I totally agree that it would have been really cool if it had been a Japanese actor. Yeah. Someone upcoming even or yeah, even it's someone like, more established. Well, yeah, it's like, you know, something to, you know, either to jumpstart a career or to like make them more visible, you know, because I, I do agree yeah. that we don't see enough, you know, non-white actors in prominent roles. Like, I totally right. agree with that. Um, now that it's done. Yeah. But now that it's done and it's like done. a lot of Japanese people are like, you know, not in uproar about it. You know, like what is like, what am I allowed to do? Like, am I allowed? To, I, I totally feel you. This is a, a very. It, it goes know. back to like, if we see it, are we supporting this? You know yeah. what I mean? But it's like, I want to see it though. Yeah, it same, looks like, really cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I think, I, I think I'm going to end up seeing it because I, I don't know anything about it. Like from, from the sounds of it, I don't feel like that I will be offending the original intent of the anime. Um, but I, also I feel like that I kind of want to support the original like Japanese mantra of it and probably watch the anime also. Like, I feel like I, I want to, you know, just from a creative aspect, I want to see how much they westernized the movie compared to how it was originally um, portrayed in the anime. So I feel like I'll, I, I hope I end up watching both. I feel like that that's, that's kind of a way for me to not feel guilty if it, that's even the right word, is to look at both mediums, I guess. I don't I know. I think that, okay. D- I mean, this, it's a problematic manga in the first place. It's made for, like, boys going through puberty, basically. The original yeah. manga was. It was a boys-geared manga featuring a mostly nude female lead yeah. being controlled by men mm. and so i mean the entire premise of the entire fucking thing is like a fetish in general yes and it's like i don't know i feel like you know there are so many problems with it already like what am i supposed to do like, right. what can i do this was written in like what like fucking 1989 or something right i don't even know when the original was made yeah 1989 was the original run mm-hmm so it's already like it started off as a problem in other ways, and now it's a problem in more ways. <sighs> God, I just want to watch it. I heard it's going to be like the next Lucy. Oh, really? Yeah, like you know, um, Scarlett Johansson's other movie that didn't do super. Where she great. was also a cyborg. She, she wasn't a cyborg. She just used a hundred percent of her brain. Uh, whatever, sure, Jan. She <laughs> used like two Windows computers at the same time. Like, okay, <laughs> I liked that movie. <laughs> I know, but you also like really liked Lost in Translation or whatever. Or did you Lost hate- in Translation? Like won a fucking Academy Award. Weren't you like obs- wasn't there a movie that you were like obsessed with for a while and then you hated? No. I th- what was it? Was it Sleepless in <laughs> Seattle? Oh, I'm I'm obsessed with Sleepless in Seattle because I hate it. <laughs> oh, it's the okay. worst movie in the entire fucking world. Okay, Scarlett Johansson's okay. not in that. That's I, like yeah, fucking, exactly. You know. Yeah. Okay. Losers. Well, solve the fucking mystery. Jesus yeah, Christ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, will we be seeing Ghost in the Shell? I probably will, but that's because, probably. you know, I don't know. I don't. I want to see it. Does that mean that I'm supporting whitewashing Hollywood? I don't know. I don't, I hope not, but. I ugh. mean, what am, what am I supposed to do? Like, like, I'm not going to wear fucking New Balance to see the movie. Right, but exactly. But I'll probably like, go see the movie. Yeah, like, I'm not going to go there wearing a fucking Confederate flag, like Jesus. Uh, 
Anyways, goes we've to, gone on goes way more than we usually have, haven't we? I know we have. We should get to our uh, our favorite we'll, things, shouldn't we? We'll zip through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These yeah. are a few of our favorite things. So, um, who wants to go first? I'll go. Mine's quick. Okay, perfect. So today I received a box in the mail. Oh my god! From and, who? Uh, oh my god! From some friends online, including you. What? So uh, our little friend group sent me a housewarming box from Amazon Pantry, mm-hmm. and it was like fucking stocked full. I it's like enough snacks for my pantry for literally like two to three months. Okay, well and explain explain where you were today. You went to the grocery store. I went to the grocery store because I was like, I need to get a fucking vegetable. <laughs> I ended up getting like a package of carrots, and then I got like three salad dressings. But that's oh my it. god, I, I don't think salad dressing in itself is a vegetable, <laughs> but like you tried. I tried. Okay, I tried. <laughs> and I ate, I ate an apple later, so it's whatever. It's whatever. It's like you're health conscious, you're vegan, like whatever. Right, like I'm like whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I came home, and in our group Telegram chat, they were like, oh, a package might have arrived for you, Joseph. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and because apparently all you have the tracking number. Oh, yeah, we do. Um, so I picked it up, and I opened it, and like literally all of my favorite foods, basically. Like there's a two-pound bag of Skittles in there. Dangerous. There's like a two pound bag of um, what are they called? The sour sour patch oh, kids. Sour patch kids. Sour mm-hmm. patch kids. There's like cheeses. It's kept. There's um, cinnamon toast crunch. There's ho hos. Oh my like, god! Uh, all my favorite chips. The um, fucking Starburst jelly beans. Oh, those are so good. I know. Like you can't even buy them this time of year. So no. Uh, uh, so yes, thank you to you and to our friend group for mm-hmm. well, it was me it was our friend greatly. Frame's idea. He was like, "Oh my god, like I want to get Joe something." That the rest of us did nothing. We literally PayPal'd him money, and he did everything else. <laughs> so like, you know what? It's like great. he picked everything. Like he sent it. Like he gave us the tracking number. Like he was the HBIC when it came to this present. <laughs> so like I didn't do shit. I gave him a couple dollars. Like that's all I fucking did. But you're welcome. I will. I will gladly. Great, I will gladly take the appreciation. It was um, it was very appreciated. It will help me out so fucking greatly. And you know, you know the thing that makes me pissed off more than anything: you won't gain a fucking pound. You you'll probably lose weight eating all this shit because of all the energy that you expended. Like fuck you, fuck you. I already like already today. My there's there's Starburst aside from the Starburst jelly beans, and my desk was just littered with Starburst wrappers. It's such a good day. You such know, a good day. There you go. Sometimes you have good days. Well, you're welcome. Thank wow. you. Thank you. C- congratulations. What's your favorite thing? So I actually have more than one, which is like very, very weird for me because oh usually God. Joe has like seven and they're all sure. like different K-pop stars, sure. but I'm not one to judge. Um, so the first one is actually a YouTube channel. And mm-hmm. I don't know how I came across this, but I, like I said, I am not like a, I don't drink very often. Um, I, I like, I, I prefer hard liquor. I don't like beer. Like I like wine a little bit, but it's like, I am, I'm a youngin, whatever. But I, I came across this YouTube channel. It's called youtube.com slash the Whitney a channel. And it's hosted by this wonderful woman named Whitney Adams. And she's a official sommelier, which means that she's like a professional wine taster. And, um, and like I and the thing is like I would never think that I would be into this channel but like her personality is so bubbly and she's like super cool like she's like she sounds like that um she sounds like the really cool aunt that would like get you the good weed for your birthday and then like smoke you out like that's sure. what that's what she sounds like like Barbara Robertson yeah sh- mm, I mean like <laughs> no like the opposite uh, oh, of her like that's 
so she has this like really cute YouTube channel where she talks about um, it's like really well done. Um, but uh, so a sommelier is someone that's a professional wine taster and like a lot of them go through How do you get that rigorous. There's like testings that you can do. There's a there's a Netflix documentary of people getting like the the master. I mean, she's not a master. She's just like a regular ass sommelier. But um, there's a YouTube can I buy a Boone's Farm one. Uh, sure, Jan. Yes, <laughs> you you can just like you can sniff the Boone's Farm. It's like this has a this has an essence mm-hmm. of um, aluminum. Strawberry Hill. And um, <laughs> aluminum. <laughs> And plastic, plastic and artificial mm. flavoring and mm, um, high fructose corn syrup. Um, <laughs> what is that? I sense a uh, blue dye number seven. Mm, I feel like just mm. like in it's just like it cleanses the palate. Ooh, natural and artificial flavors. Oh, oh, ooh, yeah. I can, mm. I can. <laughs> literally, that's that's what she does with wine. Um, <laughs> that's so but, cool. But the master um, sommelier, there's a Netflix documentary called Som S O M. And like the masters, like they have to be able to, they like, they take a a small sip of wine and they have to be able to tell these people what year it is, what vineyard, like where in Europe it's from, like all like just, it's, it's absolutely insane. And so it's a, it's a documentary about them going through this rigorous testing and she never had to do this because she's like level one and these people are like level three. But even with a level one thing, like you work at like a, a you know, you have a very great palate on you. And the way that she she just drinks wine, she gets drunk, she does reviews of like shitty alcohol. And the way that she kind of describes the wine, she's she has a very good descriptive vocabulary of oh, wine. Cool. And, and as someone who doesn't drink wine, it's very interesting to listen to her talk about these, you know, wines, whether it's like a really good wine or like a shitty fucking two buck chuck. Like she tastes all these wines and she's like really, really um, good at it and very descriptive and super funny and just like a really good personality. And so I like I went through her entire fucking YouTube channel the past week, just listening to her doing like weird alcohol reviews of like shitty wines. And she even does like beers and things that aren't that are imported from the U.S. Like the whole alcohol game. And she has a great just like cute personality and she's super funny. And like she has that um, humorous kind of quip to her where she's just kind of she's very effervescent as a person. And so I if you guys are interested at all in like that sort of world, um, I would just recommend checking it out. Her name's Whitney Adams and it's called the Whitney A channel youtube.com slash the Whitney A channel. It's very well done. It's shot really well. She's super pretty. Like the check Whitney it a out. Channel bro. or show? It's it's a I mean it's a it's a channel. It's not very like it's not like I, I mean, mean but the username is the Whitney A channel. Yeah, the the username okay. is the Whitney A channel. Okay, okay, got it. Um, if there were one video that we had to like start out with, is there one that was like your favorite? I think the one that's my favorite. She has a um a video where she does a blind tasting of boxed wines. Oh, that's very interesting. Um, if I hold on, Whitney A channel. Um, let's see. She has like question and answer oh videos. She like tastes pumpkin beer like she there's these like celebrity wines where like celebrities make their wines and try to sell them and she tastes them and like she does like a Trader Joe's wine haul like she's like super into the wine biz and as someone who doesn't enjoy wine I enjoy her describing them it's very interesting you just kind of have to watch and listen um, to see like she does like wine pairings like she talks about what's the best wine for pairing with a flame and hot Cheeto. And like other Ooh. things like that, like she she has that kind of personality where she's super cute. So I'd recommend it. 
Um, it's youtube.com slash the Whitney A channel. So that's my first one. And then the second one is this new TV show, which I'm like, oh. what? A TV show that Sam is getting into like right off the bat. Um, and it's called Good Behavior. You might have seen advertisements okay. for it. No. And it's it's um, it's on TNT. And the first episode is airing. The first two episodes are airing on TV tonight, which is November 15th, Tuesday, when we're recording this. this sponsored. No, it's actually not. <laughs> um, but what they did Where's is they they uh, they uploaded the first episode to their to TNT's YouTube channel um, oh. like a couple weeks ago. And so people have been able to watch the first episode and it's um, it's a, I, it's really, really good. Like just after the first episode, I feel like I'm going to watch the rest of it. Um, but the main character is played by Michelle Dockery, who was in Downton Abbey. So she's like this British actress, but she plays like this is it's all based in America and she has like a really good American accent. Um, let's see. I'm trying to find. Uh, What's it called again? Good Behavior. Good behavior. And it's on TNT. Um, yeah, so it's it's a basically so Michelle Dockery is, plays the main girl and she's like a petty thief. She's like a meth head. Like she like was in and out of rehab. Like her life is fucked up. Um, and so she has this sort of like thing going where she goes into hotels and like steals people's belongings. And she has like a ring of people. It's like how she makes her money. And in the first episode, like she ends up like going into a room and like, is good about about to steal some stuff. And then she gets a call saying that like the people are going to come back into the room. She needs to fucking hide, which she doesn't have to do. So she hides in the closet and she overhears these two men talking about um, like, a murder that they're going to commit. Ooh. And so then she decides like, Oh my God, like this man's going to kill his wife. Like, what do I do? And for the rest of the episode, she like decides whether or not it's her like duty to go and like warn this wife that her husband has planned to kill her. And so she's, she's just this like petty thief trying to get drug money to support her addiction. And she has this like moral dilemma. She's like, Oh my God, like I could save this woman's life. And so the whole first episode is about like, what does she do? You know, does she just like live her life and like forget this even happened or does she go and try to save this girl? Obviously, she goes and tries to save this woman. I'm not going to spoil what happens, but then it like jump starts the entire series and um, it's really well shot. It's super like gritty and grim and dark and just kind of like sludgy. There's lots of like gross motels and diners like you really get that like kind of druggy, like dark sure, American sure. feel to it. And Interesting. So I, how long was the how long's the episode? The um the episode was an hour long, so it's like okay. it's not too bad. And it's airing on TNT, I believe. So the first two episodes should be out by now. I don't know where you'll be able to find them, but I would totally recommend it, especially if you're a Downton Abbey fan. Like seeing Michelle Dockery um go from this prim and proper English lady to like an American drug head is amazing she's playing the part super super well there's like it, it's just i really like it so far so i'm excited to see what's gonna happen with it um and yeah i think i'm gonna keep up with it so if y'all are interested in some like kind of crime grungy mystery action shit with like really good acting i'd recommend good behavior so there you go nice i'll have to check it out now that i finished black mirror Oh, you finished Black Mirror? I did. I'm all so caught up. How many seasons are there in Black Mirror so far? Three okay. right now. Yeah. And I and, think and they're, they're going to continue making more. Is, yeah. I think Netflix has ordered a fourth. I'm pretty sure. 
And so do you do you like it after binge watching all three seasons? Oh, totally, totally. Like, so it's that's, that's one, of, one of the things I need to watch. I need to watch Black Mirror. So, you watch that and I'll watch this. Sounds good. And well, then we'll compare notes. Okay, and totes my goats into totes it. Totes my goats. So good favorite things. Good favorite things. Nice recommendations. Yeah. So, um, but we do have a voice memo, voicemail or something. I don't know. Um, let me see what we have. We have. We have something. We have an email. Okay. An email. An email. Um, I'll start out with that one. Okay. Sounds uh, good. Dear Sam and Joe, what is a job you would hate having? I'd hate being a dental hygienist. It sounds mind-numbing and gross. The very thought of having to be one for the rest of my life makes me want to scream. Everything is so sterile and boring. Plus, have you noticed all dental offices smell exactly the same? Like that weird fake bubblegum toothpaste gag. Love, Zytel. I think Ooh. the name is Zytel. Starts with a TZ. I'm going to go with Zytel. Okay. Thank you, Good question. Zytel. Good question. It seems like you have very strong feelings towards dental hygienists. But like for real, all dentists, like all like dental hygienists, like uh, oral surgeons, all their offices smell the same. I completely agree. It's like it's just, weird. I would hate to have that job too, but like because of the scraping. Um, yeah, like, I, I don't oh want to be in people's mouths. Like I agree no. with you. Like I don't it's like I don't weird. want anyone in my mouth. Like I just want a dick in there. Like I don't want anyone's fingers or like metal I objects. Like, barely even want a dick in there. It's I like, mean, yeah, true. Only you you, you just want Cheez-Its in there. I just want Cheez-Its in there and like a dick in other places mm-hmm. and then like a mm-hmm. tongue and like Oof. a. Oof. I don't think you can get that at a dental hygienist. And like handcuffs. Ooh, I don't know you were in that kind of kinky shit, girl. <laughs> you know what I'm anyway, getting you for Christmas? Um, you know, it's hard for me to think of a job I wouldn't do because, like, the immediate, like, gross-out job to me is, like, crime scene cleanup. And Ooh. I would actually really like to do that. Yeah, same. I wouldn't mind that. Yeah, like, that sounds really fucking cool because you get to wear, like, the hazmat suit. So you don't have to worry too much. Like, mm-hmm. I can touch gross things as long as there's a layer between me and it. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I think I would I would also really hate being a dental hygienist. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Um, what about you? Have, can um, you think of anything? And I think I only I think I only think this because I have a lot of friends that do it. And my sister also did it for a long time. It's being a CNA, which is a certified nurse's assistant. Mm. Um, and those are the people that like change bedpans and like have to scrub all the patients that are like bedridden, you know, all, all the shits that's like below being a nurse, um, that you're allowed to do be like without getting a nursing degree. It pays fucking well. Um, but like, you know, you have to like change like old people's diapers and like all these things. Like there's a lot of smells that I can imagine happens around those people in that area. I don't think I could deal with it. I don't think I could deal with all the bodily fluids and all that shit. But like my sister made bank and all the people that I know who are CNAs make bank. I mean, like if you can deal with that, like good for you. But I don't think I could. I don't think I could do it. I don't think I care enough about people to do it. Right. You have to like really care on some level. Yeah, I don't care enough. Mm -hmm. I don't think I could do like I've done retail a whole lot of my life. But if someone were like, you have to do retail until you die, I might just go ahead and end it. Oh, yeah. No, totally. Like that's understandable. Yeah, I've never done food service, though. Oh, yeah. But that seems also, like, equally horrible, especially, like, waiting tables. I don't oh, think yeah. I'd be good at it. I no. I don't. I, I would be too afraid of people, like, like being mean to me. I, every time, I, whether it's a fast food restaurant or a fancy restaurant, I am always super, super nice to the people that are serving me food. Because, like, I have friends that have had horrible fucking experiences. And, like, it, it, I mean, it, it, unless your waiter is literally from, like, a, a hell spawn, 
like I'm sure that they're being fucking lovely to you. Like I don't understand people who take their aggression out on like public servants or like waiters or people like that. Like those are the scum of the earth to me. Like I cannot You're, like, believe that. Such a good person. Like I can't even get over what a good person you are. I mean, I know I'm like great. Like whatever. Like you know, donate to our Patreon. Patreon.com/slash the show like Sam and Joe. God damn it. Pay me. <laughs> No, but like, uh, like you know, like, have you ever been in a situation where you've seen someone like act fucking horribly toward their waiter for like no reason? Yeah, I I generally hate people who like take out their aggression aggression on strangers in general. Just like it's that, really yeah, it yeah, says yeah. a lot about them. It's just yeah. really stupid. Very true. Yeah, if I were ever on a date with someone and they did that, I'd probably end the date. Oh, totally. Totally. Unless the, you know, like you said, the waiter's just horrible. Yeah. Or, you know, unless, unless like the dick's that good, then like, damn, girl. Sure. Unless they're like dicks hanging onto the table and you're Mm -hmm. like flapping it with your hand. Slapping it. I guess we know your perfect date. (laughs) Going to Sonic and slapping a dick under a table. There are no tables at Sonic. I got the one here there are, I guess. Right. Um, and on top of these jobs, though, I don't think I could do anything manual labor. Really. Oh, yeah. No, I, I can't. I can't. Like, I don't like, like because of my physical limitations. <laughs> I don't think I could do it. I, yeah. You, you like, couldn't even I, lift the Amazon box. You had to drag it. I'm pretty sure I have a headache today because I carried my groceries on one arm on my right arm. And it pulls down on that muscle and it's mm-hmm. it like makes because the entire right side of my head is hurting. And I think it's because that muscle has strained in my neck. So basically like from you're, carrying a bag. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. just from carrying one fucking bag of groceries. I'm going to have like a headache so for the rest gentle. of the fucking night. God damn. Just like <laughs> somebody just throw me out a window and I'll just shatter. I mean, probably. God damn. Such a, you're such a fragile little girl. Yeah, I'm just so fr- I'm a China doll. You are. You are. You're so <laughs> fragile. You have the face of a China doll. That's for fucking sure. Oh, my God. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Especially since it's a retinol. I don't know where you got that. I don't know either. It's just we just found it. My mom texted me yesterday and she was like, did Joe get his, did get, did Joe get his, his retinol? <laughs> I apparently didn't tell her. And I was like, yeah, like he loves it. She's like, oh, OK, I just want to make sure it didn't get lost in the mail. Oh, good. God. So she's she's, so she's, she's watching out for me. She is. She's watching out for your for your beauty. Mama Ravielli. Mama Ravielli is on the case. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for the question, Zytel. Thank you so much. Probably um, butchering your name, but thank you regardless. Probably. We have another, we have a really good voicemail. Should we wait for it to do it for next week, though? Yeah. I, over we're, time a little bit? We're, we're pretty much. do it? No, we're, we're like 10 minutes over. I think we can okay, wait for we'll it. Okay, we'll do it. We'll do it. Oh, it's you like want to wait for it? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't care. I don't. No, I, I, well, it's more, it's a more extensive one, I think, which is oh, why okay. I'm suggesting we wait well, if, for Well, if it. it's extensive, then we should probably just wait till next week. Let's wait. It's a really good one. Okay. And so I want to, let's spend time on it next week. Okay. We don't want to rush. We don't want to rush through your voicemails. We, voice we love you guys texting us and emailing us. Like, I mean, if you want to hit us up, you can at um, the number, which comes up at the end of the podcast every week. We could always use more texts and voicemails from you guys. We absolutely love the viewer viewer interaction it's absolutely amazing if you don't have a phone or you just want to send us a typed out little email or a voice memo you can hit us up at the show sam and joe at gmail.com you can either attach your voice memo or write us a lovely letter with your questions or comments or whatever we also have a facebook page facebook.com slash the show sam and joe which we post the podcast to every week automatically it's there 
So if you are on Facebook all the time and like getting your notifications on there, you can go like us and you will absolutely know when the podcast goes up every Thursday. We also have Twitter, twitter.com slash bitcrunch and twitter.com slash Joseph Birdsong. I always tweet it when it um, automatically gets posted every week and then Joe usually retweets it. And then otherwise I'm just like, I'm done posting about political shit. Uh, I hope. I don't know. And then Joe's like always tweeting about when he's going live on Twitch, which you should probably go to. You should go to twitch.tv slash DK1games once in a while oh if you want to go hang and out with Dr. Joe. Buttholes. Oh, yeah. And Dr. Buttholes, that's me. But like you're like you're getting a Twitch viewership. Honey. Like I think you should apply for partnership one of these days. Oh, my God. Maybe we'll see. Maybe you could be like a professional boob streamer. Like you could just like uh, you, you oh could God. dress up as Laura Croft every time you stream. <gasps> You get I would all love the views. to do that. I am Lara Croft. Or I could just be like a different like Overwatch character every Oh my stream. god, that'd be cute. I would just be diva for all of them, let's be real. You'd rake all of them in, Henny. Totally, totally. And we like to rake in the cash too. If you guys want to <laughs> donate to our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. We have awesome perks for you guys. If you want to donate a dollar per podcast or more, if you guys are filthy fucking rich, we always appreciate the support. Um, you can get your name at the end of uh, each podcast episode. You can get a letter in the mail with us drawing shitty things. There's also more. You can check it out at patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. If you don't want to make a contribution for every podcast but still want to support us, you can just listen to us, or if you want to buy our merch, you can at the show samandjoe.spreadshirt.com. There's uh, mouse pads with our faces on them and lovely shirts that say how to train your brain. Lovely other things that uh, Joe crafted, which is with his one of many degrees that he's gotten throughout his life. <laughs> but otherwise, I, th- I think that's it. I think we uh, got it covered. We should do a Christmas thing where it's like, um, you know how there are those Christmas cards that are like, you donated to like save a tree in Africa. Or oh something. my God, that would be we so cute. We should have cute. one that's like, you, a donation has been made in your honor to help two homos continue their podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but like for real, we should actually do that. That sounds we should. so we'll good. Do like a, we'll do a holiday drive or something. But <laughs> God, yes. trash. Uh, we love you guys so much. Thank you guys so much for listening. Mm-hmm. And um, I guess we will be seeing you guys next week. Yep. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. Subscribe to us on iTunes or via SoundCloud at the show samandjoe.com. You can also donate to help us keep the podcast going at our Patreon, patreon.com slash the show Sam and Joe. Patrons also gain access to exclusive content like bonus audio clips, music downloads, handwritten letters from Sam and me, or the opportunity to get interviewed in an episode of the show. We also have merch. If you fancy yourself a cup of fresh air mug, train your brain shirt, and more, you can go to the show samandjoe.spreadshirt.com. Also, you can text us or call us and leave us a voicemail with your questions or comments, or leave us a message on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash the show Sam and Joe. And if we like what we hear, we may play your message in a future show. That number is 516-500-SHOW or 516-500-7469. We also want to say a big personal thanks to the podcast patrons who have donated $5 or more. Thank you to Alex G. Alex P. Allison B. Anna V. Austin B. Ben B. David M. Emily T. Eric H. Feliciano D. Jack C. Jazza. Jonathan D. Jonathan S. Jorge M. Joshua L. Kathleen E. Katie. Kevin V. Kylon C. Megan C. Pablo F. Vincent L. And Zachy. 
as usual, thanks to all our listeners, and we'll see you all next week on The, the Show! show.